Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Clapping. We're clapping today and we're going yee I'm really shaking. Yeah, you I'm are. I'm doing the sort of exercises that very elderly people are told to do on their sofas. <laughs> <laughs> and now you are. Sitting down exercise. I know, always awful, isn't sitting it? Look at me. This is, sitting, this is sitting down Zumba, I'll have you know. It looks like you've been practising that. It looks like you've been <laughs> to a special silver gym class. Special is that bad word, isn't it? Special is... I think we're both very special. Myself, mm. Jenny Clare, and my friend in the corner. Who are you? In the corner I am now, am I? Judith Holder. That's, that's who I am. Judith Holder and you Jenny Clare. You know that's who I am. Yeah. And we are hands. friends, aren't we? A bit. A, a bit. bit. Um, Sometimes. I feel today you're bristling with something, though. I'm not oh, sure what it is yet. Yes, I can do feel... You? you? know me. I can always pick up a mood with you. I'm going oh. to... We'll go into that in a bit. But okay. first of all, let's introduce who we're going to have on the show today. We've got Wendy Mitchell in... Uh, later on and she has written this amazing book called Somebody I Used to Know have, have you, you heard read about it yes I have and Ellen has read it and recommended that's it to your, me that's uh, your youngest daughter. daughter yes 28 and it's about her early onset dementia oh God, and how she age? is dealing 58 and that was five years ago so she's she's actually the same age as me now and um, obviously a fair bit worse than when she was diagnosed but you know what Ellen said is that she I think she was kind of like me us you know really busy really you know, vibrant, funny. I have heard of this because she's been yeah, on Woman's she House. Has. She's done all she the big has. shows. Yes, brilliantly. She's now down to us. Down to us. I mean, you know, she's done all well, the biggies and now it's sort of, okay. you know, the PR's okay. dwindling off and she's <laughs> coming to us now. That's all right. Look, that's not the way to sell this podcast, Jenny, no, for God's sake. Not. What is wrong with you? Oh, I don't know. Okay, now why are you bristling? <laughs> You're bristling with a little bit of temper today. Spill the beans for older and wider. Come on, we're all friends here. We are here to provide a safety net, a place of comfort for women who are maybe past their prime. Are we allowed to say that? Past their prime. Do you know that's a phrase that is, it's an unattractive notion that, isn't it? It's an unattractive, but so true. Absolutely true. And you'd think there would be some upsides. I suppose there are a few upsides. Am I bristling? Yes, Yes. I am bristling. What's made you bristle? Well, I tell you what's really pissed me off is... This new well, loads of things piss me off all the time, but my current thing is people, kids who sit on seats on the tube or on the train. Okay, how old are these children? Um, old enough to stand. I'm not very good at knowing how old kids Between are four, anymore. Four years old and eight years old, something yes. like that, or yeah. nine or ten, something Maybe like that. Maybe top end of seven or eight, something like that. So okay. recently, what happened to me is I got very on tricky. the central line. Okay, mm-hmm. mother and tiny one, um, tiny one sitting on mum's lap, as it happens actually in the you know disabled, th- you know the one that's re- reserved for the people who are infirm. It's a good yes, word, isn't it? Yes. And then you know. Boy, who yes, probably eight, I should think, sitting down. I had a you know a long sort of journey to do on the central line, and I thought, well, no, this trend really is annoying me. I know, I know that the jury, I know that the jury is very divided on this in terms of, you know, as you get older, should 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 kids be hogging seats? 
So I thought... Well, I think you've just revealed how you feel. I think you've just put pinned yes. your colours by yes. saying kids hogging. Yes. So I think the mother with the small child baby... Are we talking baby? No, 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 no. Probably three or four. Three or four sitting on knee. That's yes. fine. Of shouldn't, course. Shouldn't of course. really be in the... No. In the mm. But I could seat. forgive for that. We can forgive for that yes. because how do you balance yes. with a three-year-old? Yes. It's tricky. Yes. We're falling over yes. each other. Okay. Yes. Then you've got this lad. Yes. He's a lad. He's yes. eight. So, so I, I mean, this has been annoying me for a long time, but but actually, I decided to say something. So oh, I plucked up. I did. What was I your plucked up color, courage? <laughs> well, it's interesting, isn't it? Because looking back, I didn't. This is interesting. I only really just thought about this. I didn't address it to the mother. I addressed it to the boy. Oh, I think that's fair enough. Yeah, and I said. Um, do you think, would you mind if I sat there because I'm a lot older than you? And I said, you know, I found myself saying something that I remember my, my mother and my nana saying. She said, I said, because my legs are, are tireder than yours are. And would you mind if I sat down? What did so, he say? Well, he obviously didn't know what to say. So he looked at his mum and his mum didn't say, oh, yes, of course, actually. Yeah, no, you're right. No, do sit down. No, you're very welcome. She said, you're going to have to get up like that. Like and it, a bit of so it was, yeah. So it wasn't a gracious giving up. So she, so he, so he, he had to be pretty much yanked out of the seat by okay. you or his mother. His mother. <laughs> and so I sat down. Oh, that was comfortable. Uh, yeah, Ooh, comfortable journey to come. <laughs> it was. It was very, very comfortable. I bet you at this point you're thinking, for God's sake, get off for the next stop. Yeah, please. no, they didn't. They were on oh, the, the whole way. And so what happened for the? They changed whole... their plans. Yeah. <laughs> What happened for the whole of the journey, and it was about 25 minutes, is he constantly, on a loop, said, I want to sit in that chair. I want to sit in that chair. Your chair? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So So he was standing... Look at his mother, sort of pretty much in tears some of the time, say, and he just would not let it go. OK, at this point, Judith, do you know yes. what I'd have said? I'd what? said, listen, <clears throat> you little shit. <laughs> Let's share this chair. I'll do three stops, then I'll get up, you sit down for three stops, we'll share it. That's and that'll idea. teach us both a lesson. But actually, do you know what? My legs are still tighter than yours. <laughs> well, it was really... In fact, I want you to rub my legs. <laughs> Oh, it mate. was really then difficult because the whole of the carriage was kind of involved yeah, in this. Really, I'm liking it, Judith. I'm liking and it. you know, and were they taking sides? How were the uh, the rest of the carriage dealing with this? <sighs> Very difficult to know because because I, the difficulty is, and I was so much on the point of saying this to the mother, saying, "Look, can we have a conversation about this?" Because actually, I can see that you don't think it's right, and you know, should we just talk about this? Because I don't know, maybe you're right, maybe I'm right, but actually, I feel that you know things have changed, and actually, that that kids shouldn't be taking up loads of loads of seats but I sort of fell short of the courage and I'm annoyed my, with myself for not actually saying something and having the discussion because you know it just sort of it was unresolved and yeah so basically he didn't stop saying I want to sit down want to sit down want to sit down <laughs> and then eventually, did you engage in any further conversation no and kid? I probably should but he was yeah he was he was kind of you know angry and on the point of tears and then maddeningly of course somebody eventually did were you travelling by yourself or at this point had Mike disappeared into another carriage well Mike was right down the <laughs> other yeah, Mike was, was he standing he, well no he was he he'd found a seat right down the other end of the carriage eventually but he did see it happen and he sort of was he on yeah. your side 
Of course. Well, I hope he was. You turn into your mother and you think, where are the manners? Where are the manners? The manners, exactly. And, you know, children of our gener- generation were taught to stand up. We were taught to stand up. We were taught to stand up yeah. for adults, I th- But I do think that, you know, those were, in some respects, you can't call them the good old days because there were a lot of things that we didn't know and we didn't understand and we weren't mm. very good at and people didn't talk about it. I was on a bus coming here from Shepherd's Bush uh, and there was a... a a young man with a very bad tick, you know, it was a very verbal tick. Yeah. And it was every three seconds, it was like that. And in, you know, the, back in the 70s, people would have been sniggering and giggling mm, they and would actually, poking they? and watching. I know, I know. And nowadays, everyone goes, oh, it's a lad with Tourette's. Mm, yeah. You know, yeah. Poor we are sod, much you know, more we're much more. And yeah. also, we know now there are quite a lot of illnesses that are not visible. There's quite a lot of. Uh, you know, young women who have difficulties with whatever it might be that don't manifest itself in, you know, little bent old lady with sticks. Yes. And so sometimes, and I, I agree with women, pregnant women wearing the badges. And I think that, you know, really, mm. I, I will always get up for a woman oh, with I a would pregnancy too. badge yes, as well. no question. Often making quite a big song yes. and dance oh, about yes, it. Yes, because yes. Because quite often there'll be a 38-year-old yes. man sitting next to me who I doesn't know. budge. And uh, sometimes uh, he'll say, oh, I was just about to do that. I said, well, it's not too late because you can stand up and I'll have your seat. Yeah. Done that yes. a couple of yeah. times. No, and, I, and actually it's interesting. In my own defence, I definitely do it to lots of people you know so i would i would give up my my seat somebody who looks very very i'm on the lookout for it actually because (laughs) i like to be the person on the bus who's the nicest (laughs) i almost feel like the bus driver should give me a butt a badge really well i think we're a divided older nation and younger nation with this one but you know we we can't divide the nation up anymore judith we just can't we've got brexit and we can't have we can't reintroduce an age gap i thought we'd just got over an age gap we tarmacked over the age gap I don't want it back entirely. Well, I think it's seeping back, isn't it? I, I do actually to... think it's seeping back with the bloody B word, isn't it? It sort of is. Well, they accuse us. Some young people are accusing us of being mm. on the wrong side yes, of the fence they because are. they just sort of assume. Assume. Well, yeah, me less than you, I think. Mm. I think because you live in the country mm. and have a, a sort of quite a nice lifestyle, I think some people would automatically assume you've got wisteria around your thatch. I haven't got a barber, though, like you have. I've just bought a barber. I know, you just very, literally bought it. I'm very 58. I'm, I'm, I'm quite, you know, this is this is really a little bit troubling, if I'm honest. I, I can't, you know, the idea of you wearing a barber. I fucking love I don't it. get it. Yeah, I'm, I have to swear while I'm wearing it, obviously, <laughs> to make it a bit more rock and roll. But... Um, I just sort of thought, I haven't got, I'm 58 and I've barely got any coats. And I've got that yellow Mac. But the trouble with that yellow Mac is once you've seen it, then you see me again, you go, oh, she's wearing that yellow Mac again. <laughs> she never has that thing. I've got the yellow Mac. I've got an old Mac of Jeff's, which he bought before he met me. Yeah, well, the one that you've locked in the back of the car and ripped. Yes, yes. yes and that's been invisibly, <laughs> invisibly mended. But even so, yeah. it is over 40 years old. Yeah. So yellow Mac, black Mac. Nothing else to wear well, okay, in the okay, I understand that, but why go and buy a barber? I mean, this is very... I have to say that for somebody who's always, you know, my style guru to the point of being very, very bossy, yeah. I'm not sure about this. It's not a vintage barber. It's just a new barber, It's a it? new barber, but it's nipped in at the waist and it's got breast pockets like a biker jacket. They've nicked, they've ripped off the bell staff. Which has always, always been the, the sort of biker jacket mm. that's terrible, terrible. You're trying expensive. to justify it on the basis that it's practical. I don't, I, I'm not trying I'm to not justify it at all because I know that I look really cool in that barber and I just, I put it on and I, it makes me strut, it makes me go out in any weathers and I think, I didn't buy the one with the hood, that's going a bit too far. The long one that always looks like it's, it's, it needs its hem 
um, putting up a bit. No, I didn't buy that one. I no. bought I bought the cool yeah, one. Yes, I suppose. But mm, yeah, but it does come with a badge, and uh, I don't, I'm not wearing the badge. The badge it comes, the you put your badge. hand in your pocket. Yeah, you think somebody's been wearing this before <laughs> me? Because there's a little plastic bag in there, and you think, God, what's what if uh, someone's left uh, some dope uh, in this yeah, pocket? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> is that, where's that your first thought? Was yeah, it? yeah, I thought, I've got a scored here. <laughs> and then you bring the plastic bag out, and there's a little metal badge that says Barber. You know, in the same way that I know I've seen a barber before. Well. I just think, anyway. You're thrilled I, with it. You're I did, thrilled, thrilled with your badge. With I didn't just buy this, though. Right. I, did, right. I, I went mad in Oh, did you? A big shopping day. Go on, tell me. God. Were you into t- were you weren't into a trolley in Peter Jones? Oh, were you we, into a trolley? We were leaving stuff in departments. Oh, wow. That I is know. a seriously good shopping day. Yeah, Come I on, I want the whole thing. Okay, well, it was the bank holiday Monday. Yeah. yeah. Cold uh, as well, wasn't it? Well, there was no... I, yeah. I think, I'm not going for a walk. I haven't got a Mac, have I? <laughs> <laughs> got no excuse Yet. now. Come on. Just thought to myself, I thought, well, one, as you say, sleep for start, not sleeping particularly well, and took a good look at my pillows. Oh, did you? Well, what, without the light, you know, right, right down to the, the raw pillow? Down to the raw <gasps> pillow, brown? out was of its brown? slip. Brown. There, was, there were dribble stains. Yeah. It's the dribble stains. You know what that is? <laughs> it's when your gums bleed during the night oh. of it. I'm sorry to get so what? descriptive here, but oh. I have a feeling mine was worse than Jeff's. I like a very soft pillow. Jeff likes a medium soft. So I just thought, those are going in the bin. And then you sort of, they go in the bin and they think, oh, I should have kept those and spare. For me? What, for people like me who <laughs> come and stay, you mean? Anyway, I went to the bin to get them out, but then I thought, no, I can't. Okay. Um, so I thought, right, well, I need new pillows. And then... So, do, so they, I bet they have a big selection of pillows. Oh, and do you know what? They know people who know their pillowcases. and their I pillow- bet they do. Sorry, people who know their pillows. And uh, so pillows, and then I... I Looked further around the house. I'm looking for things now because I've got Peter Jones in my. You've got a list in your head, haven't you? Now mm-hmm. you're writing it down, probably. Mm-hmm. You're writing it down. Yeah. Pillows. I texted Phoebe. I said, "Is there anything you need from Peter <gasps> oh, Jones?" Oh, you knew. So did you? That was. Yeah. So what came back from Phoebe? She said, "Oh, I could do with a new bath mat." <laughs> And then in, in brackets, black or orange. Oh, black or very specific. She yes, thought about that, yeah. hadn't she? Or bought her a beautiful orange Did one. you? Well, or yes. a thick, shaggy pile. Oh. And the woman knew everything about the bath mats. They do, don't well. they? They just, they just oh, do. She was so helpful. Was she? Oh, I tell you, Do you, you actually look for anything yourself? Or do you just go straight to the assistant? Because well, I think I just go straight to the assistant. <laughs> I don't actually bother to look for anything myself, ever. Well, I think the spotters looking gormless. Well, I don't think I look gormless. I just look bad-tempered and short of time. Bristling. Bristling. Yes. Um, well, I, and we managed the pillows by ourselves. Synthetic because yes. of So Jeff's did you allergies. try out different ones each? So you I, le- uh, I went on the bed with some pillows, yes. Yeah, well, I suppose good idea. Yeah, yeah. Nice. I left a bit of makeup on. <laughs> You made a big day of this, didn't you, at Peter oh, Jones? Right, yeah. I've, I've not had such a good day out. Oh, you know, I mean, it's a, uh, we had lunch there as well. Yeah. Anyway, really, you're, so uh, far you've only bought some pillows and some bath mat and a, and a, bath and a barber. Mat. Is okay. that anything else? No, uh, three new lavatory brushes. Three? What? One for each loo? A triple. Yeah. Well, there's Ooh. one loo that didn't need one because there's four. We're a four loo family house. Yeah. So yeah, three. Oh, so what have you done in the way brushes. of Lou Lou brushes? Well, they're just the the Peter Jones very bog standard, but they're very bog standard. No, <laughs> 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 the bog standard bog brushes. And I bought a, I bought a foundation as well from Mac. Nice. I've got bags, Judith. I've got two big bags. Did you have to get home on the tube with all that? No, no. We had the car parked up the Lovely. back. Lovely. And I bought a Mac from another Mac, a, a double Mac, a triple Lou brush. <laughs> Triple Lou brush. Two Macs. Double Mac. What was the other Mac there was for? A purple, a plum purple Mac from Paul Smith. Over half price. 
Oh. Down from 260 quid. Yeah. Wasn't worth that, I tell you that. No. Down no. to 180. It's got all the, all the stripes inside. It, it's got one stripe, yeah, yeah. It's got a sort of, it's a plum, and then yeah. it's got a turquoise ribbon stripe inside. So you've gone inside. from having very few Macs to having now. So you're, I'm, I'm macked you're up. Yellow, you are so macked so up, macked aren't you? Up, yeah. So when it was raining today, you must have been really oh, pleased. You thought, well, which Mac are we going to put on? But when, when I woke up and it was, oh, I thought it was cold. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, I'm, I'm Barber today and I'm hoping tomorrow Barber. a plum mac. Yeah, very nice. God, see? it was great. And but while all that was going on, yeah, yeah, breaking yeah. news, what was happening? Oh, the raw baby, I bet. Baby, baby. <gasps> uh, Daisy, have just we got... Just a picture, not a name. Oh, a picture. We've got a picture. Oh, oh, the picture's oh, just come through. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. The royal minute. baby, Duke and Duchess share first glimpse of sun. Will you stop hogging the image and uh, put it no, there? Uh, well, then I can't read. Can you read oh, alongside it? Duke and Duchess Don't read it out because I've seen right. his little Duke face, Duchess. his dear little face. Oh, You can't see anything. You just see a bit of nose, really. Yes, and you can't see anything of her, can you? Well, what did you expect? What, her standing there with well, a no, tit out or something? I wanted to see whether she... Well, see, she'd lost weight. Shrubbed, you know, scrubbed up. <laughs> Maybe she's not even there. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah. they just left it on the step. scrolling down. Oh, there we are, look. Okay. She looks pretty good. They're, they look, they're, they're indoors, they're somewhere posh. Harry is holding the baby. She's looking adoringly. She's got her hair down. She's, She's had looking hair down, good. She? Yes. Uh, Harry's looking thrilled. We love Harry. We do. I love Harry. I just hope she's good enough for him, really. Of course she is. How dare you say know. that? I, mm, I, had, mm, I don't know. And I've heard other people say this. I just think she's a bit too good to be true. I, I found well, her a little hard. bit. You know when they announced their engagement, and she was—I just sort of thought. Oh yeah, she definitely really, went into role playing. She mode did, then. and yeah. you're a very powerful, successful young woman, and I'm not sure that I buy this little role that you're playing here. And I thought, mm, I don't. I, know. I think she had to play that role first before she's Maybe. been allowed to break Maybe. down that role and be herself. Yeah. Well, but I, I think so. that so you know we all if if you met your boyfriend's grandmother. Fortunately, because uh, Jeff is so much older than me, his grandmother was long dead by the time <laughs> I got my mitts yeah, on mine him. Yeah, too. Uh, but, you know, if, say, Phoebe met, brought Tristram to meet uh, my mother, I, yeah. would, I would presume that he would put on, you know... I know what you mean. Yes, I do know what you mean. Yes. That okay, you do yes, go a yes, little yes, bit, yes, oh, I may I mean. get you a cup of yes. tea? You know, all that sort of crap. <laughs> yes, I do, you do I do that. So, I mean, I don't even know why I, I, I give a shit because I, you know, really, I don't, I don't approve of the royal family apart from the Queen. So, I mean, I'm annoyed with myself because... I love the I royal love the royal gossip, and there I was watching the news. I, I never watch the news because it bores you the pants off me. You watched it because of Meghan and Harry, I, didn't so you? I did. I turned I on the ten o'clock news, and I just I thought, I know the name's not coming yet, but just in case. <laughs> anyway, listen. Uh, we've droned on. We've droned on. All about your Peter James trip. Anyway, we've got Wendy Mitchell coming. She here? Lovely. She's here. We're going to go and get our guest because it's very bad manners to keep a guest waiting. It is. I hope she's got a seat. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Judith and I have been joined in our podcast cupboard by Wendy Mitchell. Wendy Mitchell has written an extraordinary book called Someone I Used to Know. Judith, you've managed to read this, haven't you? I have. Wendy, hello. Hello. It's so lovely of you to uh, to come into oh, our cupboard to talk to us. So nice to be here. Um, it's I a have... lovely cupboard. Oh, <laughs> she's lying. <laughs> Don't trust her. I yes, I have read the book, and uh, and actually, my daughter, my youngest daughter, who's twenty eight, and I know you've got daughters about the same age in their 30s in their 30s said mum you've got to read this book so and I heard you on on woman's hour actually talking about it but it's 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 really done well hasn't it I mean it's a huge bestseller and tell us what it's about well it's about people are people think it's going to be a really sad book because you know from the very nature of my diagnosis you know dementia is never a um a bucket of laughs, is it? Yeah. So, but it's actually about life because yeah. it's about the people forget that every single day we make decisions about which way we're going to go on a problem or an issue. And when I was diagnosed with dementia, I was determined to choose a positive path because I'm very lucky. I've always been a glass half full person, and that's the way I cope by turning negatives into positives. How did you suspect in the first place that you might have a problem? Oh my, well, I never suspected dementia because like everybody else, I thought at the time that dementia was simply for really old people. And that's what people think now. And you were how old, Wendy? I was 58 at the time. Yeah. I was like that so many of the public that you know the minute I heard dementia I thought of the old the person, over 85 the over 85 who and I thought of the end like many people the do end, as well exactly that there's nothing left yes. and there's nothing to live for and nothing there as well because no one tells you any different yeah exactly had there, had, was there a history of dementia in the family None had either whatsoever. your parents okay no. so it's completely out it of the came, blue came out of the blue but I'd had um, two or three minor strokes in the year preceding my diagnosis, which after the, actually th- threw them off piste for a little while in my diagnosis because we, we put everything down to the strokes. the strokes. But in fact, it was... Um, I repeated a memory test a year later and that was conclusive. That it, it, uh, I didn't do very well. <laughs> And, but also a spec scan revealed the slow area in my brain which denotes Alzheimer's. Yeah. How, how, how different did you feel, Wendy, when, you know, you were running up to that diagnosis? Well, actually, I can't remember that time. Right. I can't remember that 18-month period when I was going through a diagnosis. You have a medical background yourself, don't you? Well, you come from the world of medicine. I come from the world of medicine, but I'm not a brain surgeon, so I was I was a non-clinical person. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And were you working full time up to your stroke? I was. Yeah. I was working full time after my stroke. Okay. And after my diagnosis. Mm, mm, mm. But but you, before we came on air, Wendy, you were saying that you had to move um, because it was too noisy, and that really really surprised me. Yeah. And you were about to say, and I would love to you to tell us how you know how dementia has changed you, other than the fact that that you can't you can't remember as much. What yeah. else happened? Well, that's what people often forget that dementia is so much more than memory. Yes, I I don't know what I did yesterday. But it's, it's about so much more, as so many of our senses are affected as well. And I had to leave what I thought was my forever home in York because it became too noisy and because the first of my senses to go was my hearing. Yeah. And it's not that I was becoming deaf. It was certain tones of noise used to physically hurt or still physically hurt my ears. Gosh. Um, and what was happening in the house to hurt your ears? How, what noises were I happening? used to live in, in York on the, by the walls, yes. so it was a very busy place. And the, so only just, way, yeah. the only way emergency vehicles can get round, and I lived near the hospital, mm -hmm. was to have their sirens blaring. Yeah. And it was the sirens noise that physically hurt my ears each time. So uh, I simply ha had to move to a quiet village. And what about your other senses, like taste and smell and so on? Yep, well, <laughs> taste, my taste buds have changed totally. I used to love afternoon tea and, and you know, tea and cakes, coffee and cakes. But now anything sweet tastes doubly sweet. Gosh. So I only prefer savoury food. You also mentioned before we went on air that you hadn't had any breakfast. Now, that worries you, because <laughs> we're, we're big breakfast girls. We're big breakfast and big lunch girls. But you say you don't really feel hungry no, until... I, do, I don't feel hunger at all. But you so have to force I, yourself to I eat at night time. I have to eat simply for fuel. So I, I make sure I eat in the evening to, to refuel my body. But because of de it's dementia that's causing it, I don't feel faint during the day. I don't, you know, if, if, if someone without dementia didn't eat all day, they'd probably feel faint and feel weak. And yeah, bad tempered. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yes, bad tempered. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but I don't feel any of that. You know, it's simply taken away that feeling of hunger. Are you able to cook? How independent <laughs> are you able to be at this stage? You're now 63, so it's five years since the diagnosis. Yes. I don't cook. Well, if you call porridge and a banana cooking, then I can cook. I call that cooking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Judith has high, slightly higher yeah. standards. Yeah. But you live alone. I do live alone, yeah. yes. So, so again, it doesn't worry me to, for me to have porridge and banana in the evening. Yeah. And I have a wonderful son-in-law, Stuart, who, who is an amazing cook, who makes sure I have a proper meal two or three evenings a week. So that I get everything I, my body needs. Yeah. Um, and the rest of the time, porridge and banana is perfect. <laughs> and t tell us about some of the ways that you've had to adapt to the way you live um, to take account of the dementia. Well, I'm so independent and I, I want to remain independent. Uh, but that, for me, has become a positive because I have to find a way. If you're in a couple, then often... The other person takes over and will do, for the kindest of reasons, will do things for that person. But if we don't do something day after day after day, 
we forget. It's like my daughters, when I was first diagnosed, they started putting on my coat for me suddenly. But I could still put on my own coat. Mm -hmm. And I said to them, if if you keep putting on my coat, you're going to have to come to my house every single time I want to go out and put on my coat. Yeah. And they stopped immediately. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, in the book, you talk about um, the way that you remember what's in cupboards and, oh, and so yeah. on. So, yeah. Well, because vision is affected as well. That's our other sense. Because, in what respect is vision affected? Well, if... If the, my cupboards and my walls are very similar colours yes, and they blend in, I don't see the cupboards. So I don't see wardrobe doors because my wardrobe doors are almost the same colour as the wall. Colour is really important for people with dementia and ideally they should be contrasting colours so they stand really out. that's really interesting. It's such a simple thing, isn't yeah. it? So my, you... simple, my simple solution, yeah. this is, uh, my mantra is there's always a way. Yeah. Um, was just to take a photograph of the contents of each cupboard and stick it on the cupboard. And it's the photograph that attracts my attention. Yes, yes. Not, I don't have to keep everything in the same order yeah, as on the yeah, photograph. But you know that's where but, the shoes are, you know that's where the mugs are. That's or where... I know, open it to see what's inside. I can see the cupboard then it could be because I see the photograph. Wow. And and doors were a problem, weren't they, when you... Yes, oh, and yeah. And still are. So what's, yeah. yeah. When I moved into my new house, it had two tiny doors. Two... It was a tiny kitchen in it. It had two doors. And it used to worry me and make me anxious because I, I can't remember where the doors lead to. And what's behind What's them. behind it. Mm. And so my solution to that was just to get my screwdriver out and take the doors down. And now I can see exactly Brilliant. where the, Brilliant. the gaps lead How to. are you on time? Do you, do you know, do you lose track of what time of the day it is or anything like that? Oh, well, clocks are really important to me because of that. I have to know what the time of day is. And sometimes if I'm at home and, and you get this fog that lands on you which is when dementia just sets in your brain and you can't work out the day the time anything um so my newfound friend now is alexa that i have in my bedroom mm -hmm. that's i simply ask alexa what day is it alexa and she'll tell me wow so technology can has, help can i i use technology all the time now that's so really, it's, I mean, that's really interesting, isn't it? That, uh, that technology, although we complain sometimes about technology, it's, it, it's obviously oh, it's massively my, helpful it's for It's my lifesaver. My iPad goes everywhere with me because my iPad, um, I can type as though dementia never entered my world. Can you? So you keep a blog, don't you? Oh, I keep my blog, which me am I today? So tomorrow's blog will be about today. We better be on best behaviour. Absolutely, yeah. And 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 is that as an aid memoir as well? Is that so that you can keep a track of what you've done during the week, or is it simply because you enjoy writing? It's both. It's my memory. Yeah. Because I wouldn't know tomorrow. By the time tomorrow, or by the time I step out of the door, I'll have forgotten the conversation we had. Will you? Yeah. Mm. But I'll remember that we've had fun. Yes, now that's really interesting, Wendy, because you say in this book, and that was the thing that really leapt out at me, is that somebody with dementia may have forgotten all sorts of things, but they can remember how they felt about something and somebody. Absolutely, because that the emotional part of our brain is never affected. 
So we might forget. Um, I will forget the name of my daughters. Mm-hmm. But if I see them, I'll, there'll be that emotional connection that I know they're special. Yes. I just won't know who they are. Yes. Yes. But I won't forget how special they yeah. are. And, and that's, I mean, that's in terms of how you, you know, interact with people with dementia. That's really significant, isn't it? Because oh, so f- I guess some people, you know, most people just assume that there's kind of nothing there. Yeah. And I instantly know if someone's upset me or said something that I haven't liked. Yeah. If I meet them again. I know that I know that I don't like them, but I don't know why. So you came down here from Beverly by yourself on the train. Yeah. How difficult was that for you? Oh yes, people think I just magically turn up. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And you've come on your own. You haven't come with anyone anyone to help you. No, that's why I was early because I have to allow plenty of time to get lost. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So how did you do it? Well, the planning starts when I'm first asked. Mm -hmm. So I looked at my dear friend Google for a picture of the front of the building so that it this would, building this here. building so it would look familiar when I was looking wow. for it mm-hmm. yeah and I print out my walking map to get here and to get back again in case there's no wi-fi connection oh of course there's of not course. always a wi-fi no. do you have assisted passage on the train or no because they forgot me once yeah. so well, they forget everybody all the time <laughs> to be quite honest i mean some companies are better than others they but are. yeah i've got an elderly mother and it's happened to her on a couple of occasions yeah. and it's heartbreaking that just put me off then so now i don't rely on other people i just rely on me you know because i don't let myself down I mean that and that's so evident and so much part of I suppose the way that you're dealing with this isn't it is mm. is to, is to stretch yourself and and still be doing things. Oh that's right because doing is the most important thing you can do. What are your leisure activities? How do you well you know how do you spend your days? Do you watch television? Do you listen to music? What are the things that give you joy? Well they're very few and far between. <laughs> because I'm nearly always out every day. I always make sure my calendar's full because of events and things because if it's not full, then a day, a day, two days at home is wonderful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Any more than that and dementia actually starts to take over really? because you're not doing. That's so interesting, yeah. Wendy. So in a way, what you're saying is, is 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 keep challenging yourself all yes. the time, and that is kind of because you're exposing you. I'm exposing myself to different environments, different yeah. people, different conversations, and that's making my brain work doubly hard. Yeah, because it strikes me that everything you do, you it, do, it, you know, it takes doubly hard the effort, or if not hundredfold yeah. more, more the effort. Having a, having dementia is exhausting. It must be. But I always say I'd rather die of exhaustion than dementia. <laughs> <laughs> do you walk a lot? Do you take? Yes. So you live in a very beautiful part of the I country. Do. Beverly yeah. is, I know, it's gorgeous. Yeah. So do you get pleasure from the countryside and spending time yes. out and about? Just, yes, because my. My village is amazing anyway. People, it's a very smiley village. Everyone will just smile and say hello and everybody knows me. People, my village has has been wonderful since I moved there. But they had a bit of a shock when I did move because the... I, I met my neighbours by thinking their house was my house. So halfway <laughs> up their drive, yeah, <laughs> knocking on the door, letting yourself in, sitting because down I, for tea. I, had, there's, I live in a row of four identical houses. Yes. 
And so I had to make my house different because otherwise yeah. I'd be letting myself in anybody's house. How did you do that? How so you... I just put two forget-me-not tiles either side of my front door. Wow. So that made it my house then. Yeah, yeah. Are, are the times, though, Wendy, when it sort of, you know, the fog does descend and actually you can't make any sense of it? And does, Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, very often. Yeah. Um, but I've learned the, the key thing is not to panic. Right. If you panic... It makes it even worse. Mm-hmm. So if you if I'm out and I suddenly become disorientated and, you know, one minute I know where I am, the next minute everything looks foreign. Well, I know not to keep walking because right. I could end up getting somewhere where I really don't know. Yeah. So instead I just stay where I am until the fog lifts. And if there's a cafe nearby, I'll just go in and sit I'll have a cup of tea. I mean, the strength of character that you that that you're describing, Wendy, is just amazing. I would love to think that in your shoes, I would have that courage. You have courage. Yeah. Well, it's it's survival survival instinct, really. You know, because if you if you panic, then everything gets worse. It will last longer. You will get lost. But it must be quite frightening when that happens. Oh, yeah. Well, I, you learn... Well, I've learned to... Cope. Not, it's not really coping with it, but I know it's going to happen, so there's nothing I can do about it. So when it does, I just go with it. Do you sleep well? Can you sleep? No, no. Sleeping... I do remember that once. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so that must be very yeah, annoying. Medication stops you sleeping my 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 dear little Fitbit tells me I have two or three hours, so that's a good day if I oh have gosh. that. Best that not amount. to know, Wendy. I prefer yeah. not to know. <laughs> but I, again, I learned to. I never open my eyes at night. If I can't sleep, I won't open my eyes because you just rest. I'm actually exhausted. Yeah. But my eyeballs are still wide awake. Right. <laughs> so yes. I've learned to just cl- close my eyes. Do you and, listen to music at all? Or has music never been a big part of your life? It, it was, but now it would wake it would wake me up if I had music. I'd I start humming and singing along with it, whereas just lying in silence just enables me to, to rest, re, re invigor my body, sort of thing, ready for the next day. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not surprisingly, Wendy, you've become a, a, an ambassador, haven't you, for the for the Alzheimer's mm. uh, Society? Is that right? I, I mean, and I can see why you are this amazing sort of shiny example yeah. to us all. Um, but tell us how we should, you know, how we, should we deal with, interact with people with dementia? What What are the do's and don'ts? But, well, some people have actually said to me, "How do you want me to talk to you?" And uh, I just say to th- I, I repeat the question to them. How do you want me to talk yes, to you? It's impossible to you answer know, that. It's yeah. simply, we need just that bit more patience. Yeah. And you need to, later in the later stages, I always say, find out about the person. There was a, a woman, a lovely story about a woman in a care home who used to constantly drum her fingers on the table. And used to drive the staff to distraction. They they actually wanted her to leave the care home because they couldn't stop her doing it, and it would make the other people agitated. Re- yes. Yeah. So her family came over from Australia yeah. to visit her, 
to look for another home, basically, because mm-hmm. they thought she was going to be thrown out. And they told the home, oh, she used to work at Bletchley Park. Oh, on she's tapped tap, 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 Oh, my yeah. goodness. But once they found that out, they could engage with her about that time to stop her tapping because then she'd she'd engage with them in pictures. They'd show her booklets and so, so gosh, a, find out about the person and yeah. what they did um, about their life because she she obviously regressed to the time she was working mm. in Bletchley Park mm. and to her that was her job. No that was her was reality. Yeah. Stop her doing the yes. job. And so, so, do you remember a lot of things from the past very oh, very yeah. clearly? Very do, clearly. Do you? Do you? I used to be renowned for this mega brilliant memory. Did you? Yeah. Gosh, so that makes it even more ironic, doesn't it? I know, it's so so funny. But, so I can remember everything detail from the time I started going through the diagnosis. Yeah. My my work, my childhood, childhood, my children growing up. You can remember all of that? Oh, absolutely, yeah. But no... But that period of 18 months, nothing. And then now I've got my blog as my memory, so I can look yeah. back at my blog and yeah. see what I did. Yeah. And is it, is it, I mean, do you know what, how the disease will, will develop and mm. how, what will happen? Sadly, no. I, I mean, the end is inevitable because, you know, you, you've no control over how dementia affects anybody. But it's not a pretty, you know, a pretty ending. So I never, I never dwell on the future. Me and my daughters have talked about it and filed it away. And it comes up every now and then to check that I haven't changed my mind on certain things. But we've talked about it, but it's filed away. And I don't dwell on what I've lost, what I can't do anymore. Because, again, I can't change that. So in, instead, I concentrate on what I can do and enjoying today. Has anyone helped you uh, come to terms with this, or have you managed to do it all by yourself? No, they were, they were, we were, I felt abandoned when I was diagnosed, as so many other people do, which is why I was so adamant that I was talk about it, mm-hmm. because so many other people were too afraid to talk because they were embarrassed. And I, I'd say to them, why are you embarrassed? We've got a complex brain disease Mm. Why? Why on earth have you got anything to embarrassed about? Well, I suppose because people write people off, and they that's do. the problem, isn't yeah. it? It's, it's, it's when what people said. hear that word dementia, yeah. they think of the end. Yeah, they do. They and do. they forget that there's a beginning and a middle, and so much life still to be lived, or albeit differently, but still so much yeah. life and yeah. fun to be yeah. had. Yeah. Gosh, I wish I could have your sort of like, um, glass half full mentality yeah. because was it, did you have that always? Before? Yeah, I, like, I'm so lucky. I've always been like that. So glass half empty people, it's important for them to have those around them pointing out those moments of happiness because yes. they won't see them. Gosh, yeah. Well, it's something I suppose that sort of um, holds you in good stead, and it has done, hasn't it? Oh, that I, optimism yeah, and that, that and so, yeah. yeah, because yeah. it sounds like you have designed your own coping mechanism. You yeah. designed how you're going to live without really anybody giving you a template or a, or, or any help at no, all. No, that's why clinicians always say, "I'm sorry, there's nothing we can do," 
because there is nothing they can do. But if they turned it round and thought of what we can still do, you yes. know, they can't do anything, but we can. Yes. Then people You would... can take some control over your destinies. Yes. yes. And have, is there a way of you passing on that wisdom and, the, and those oh, ideas? I, I talk about it at every, yeah. every platform I yeah. can stand up at. I, um, I, I'll talk to whoever will listen to me. Well, you are amazing and such an inspiration. You really are. And I can see why you're an ambassador for, well, for life in general, actually. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah, we're much. really grateful for you coming down to I had a lovely today. time. Thank, Thank you. you very, very much. Thank you. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.